Happy New Year. Yes. Yeah. So uh, finally, 2021. 2021. 2020. It took a whole year to get here. It. (laughs) I haven't seen you (laughs) since last year. Oh my. We better quit while we're ahead. Hey, great message. (laughs) Good job. That was good stuff. Thank you. Um, uh, I loved your introduction, how you kind of brought in like the nostalgia piece a little bit about uh, olden times, things like that. And you said this fun thing, remember books, which everybody (laughs) laughed at. And uh, it made me wonder, are you a still a handhold book guy or do you like digital? What, what um, do you prefer? I, kind of, I, I get dabble. Is that the right? Um, okay. Probably both. Yeah. Um, I book books probably more so, um, but there's um, like, I do a lot of reading you know, with the, like if I'm reading scripture just for daily reading, I'm, I'm on, the, I'm on my phone or I'm on an yeah. iPad or something, but yeah, that's cool. That's fun. It's something but I got a new Bible for Christmas. So. Nice. Yeah. Tell us about that a little bit. <laughs> It's an ESV, study, ESV study Bible. Oh, <laughs> nice. So that's uh, a good one. Yeah, I'm loving that though. Very cool. Uh, since you brought that up, do you have a study Bible you recommend for anyone who has never used a study Bible before? Um, sure. Well, the, the I recommend the one I bought. Which okay. Is, uh, ESV. Can you buy yourself a Christmas present? Thanks. Um, ESV uh, study Bible because the ESV is actually um, closer to a word-for-word word translation, so you yeah. kind of get what the what the original word was, was meant. And it's not always readable. Like if I'm just wanting to read, it's more NLT. But okay. Um, but if I'm wanting to kind of what does it say in the original ESV? And the study notes are great so far. Yeah. So good. That's awesome. Cool. So that. That's a good recommendation. ESV Study Bible. <laughs> Two things stood out to me in your introduction. Um, how you used the uh, the idea of people having different things, you know, 40 years ago than right. we do now and how life was so different then. Two things stood out. Number one, you're old. <laughs> Number two <laughs> is that things were so different then, yeah. even 20 years ago. Yeah that it's almost like a completely different culture when it comes to technology and the way that we live life. Um, And so in the sense of that, even 20 years ago, culture was so different that it's almost a completely different world. Yeah. The context of the world that the Bible is placed in, the youngest part of the Bible is 2000 years old. Right. How different of a culture must have been. Good, because that was was kind of the and obviously the intention behind, you know, really saying just, we can't even, we have to help our kids interpret 20 years ago. And we're just going to pick up the Bible and act like, eh, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I'll just read it. Yeah. I'll just read in English and get everything it's saying. And, it isn't, isn't it a little arrogant of us to assume that just like a kid who's maybe 10 years old might not understand what a blue light special is. Right. <laughs> Kmart, yes. uh, that we could pick up the Bible and understand exactly what was being said then in yeah. the same way that someone who's not from context, even 20, 30 years ago, could understand. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I was saying, there's so many things available at our fingertips. I just gave you a couple examples, but I mean, it's, um, Jeff said this word a couple weeks ago and I like it. it uh, it's, the internet is replete. <laughs> replete with so many uh, resources available to us yeah. you know, uh, to uh, understand. I mean, we, I, 
I, don't, I just really geeked out on Ephesus, and I'm like, just watching video. You like, you can go there today. Well, obviously go there today, but you, I mean, just the the tourism and stuff that is there, where you can see the the, the amphithe- outdoor amphitheater. You can see the agora, which was their marketplace. You yeah. can see um, uh, some of the pillars that were still there from the you know Artemis uh, goddess Diana. So you can you really get a, a, a exploded picture of what what that was like to, to live in Ephesus. So yeah, so like really kind of geeking out on that stuff this week. It's incredible. You, you mentioned in uh, your message, this story from the book of Acts mm-hmm. about the seven sons of Sceva. Yeah. And um, I, I assume that there are maybe several people who were maybe in the room and for sure maybe watching who don't know that story at all. Yeah. Let's talk about that story sure. a little bit. Yeah, that's um, so Acts 19 is where, where Paul is in Ephesus, right? And it talks about the, uh, that's one of the stories it brings up is that um, seven sons of Sceva. They're seeing Paul do all these um, things, you know, through the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, uh, so they, they're trying to replicate that. And um, that's, uh, they're, they're casting out demons. Well, here, here they are, sons of this Jewish, you know, uh, exorcist. And so they're like, we're going to cast out you know, we're going to do what Paul did. That, that seemed to work really well for him, easier than what we've been doing. So they, you know, they try to cast out the evil spirit from this possessed man. And he, you know, ends up saying, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But I don't know you. <laughs> Beats him naked and wounded and running out. So, yeah. Wow. It's really uh, kind of an interesting story. Like this, even this, this evil spirit says, Something to the effect of um, your your words and your actions, they don't match up with who you say that you really are yeah. or who you're trying to be. Sure, yeah. And so just like e- the Bible says, even demons believe in God and tremble. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even demons can see whether or not someone's faith is real right. or, or yeah. Just or they're, they're actually, it's not about the words you say, but it's about who is empowering those mm-hmm. words. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, we don't we don't put as much stock in the spiritual realm. Not at, and, that, and that was one of the things I wanted to highlight. Um, we don't. Um, but if you go to uh, have friends in Cambodia, mm-hmm. they're very aware of the dark forces in the oh. spiritual realm. And they are, um, you know, very attuned to it. And, and uh, that's... And the church is growing like crazy there. Um, and I think that's, a, a, you know, one of the, the reasons why people are very aware of the spiritual war. And they, and they want that protection, you know, and, yeah. and they're not finding it in all these other things. And they see the gospel has power. So that, that might be what even brings them to the gospel. But then they find, you know, um, for the faith in Jesus, you know, so where the seven sons of Sceva would recognize the power of the gospel, but not come to faith in Christ where others would recognize the power and the protection of, of Jesus, but then also come to faith uh, in Jesus. That's good. If you don't read the Bible in context, mm-hmm. you have a danger of missing out on what it's really saying. Well, a favorite Bible college professor said to me, the Bible can never mean what it never meant (laughs) and when we don't when we don't look at the actual context of the bible we can truly miss what god really wants to say to us what is the best way for a person to study the bible in context um 
I don't know about the best way, because um, I, I, I sometimes I feel, you know, even after Bible college and pastoring for you know however many years, it, like it's still uh, feel like I'm kind of fumbling around. I'm I'm looking for um, authoritative sources that you know that, that have. Um, whether it's books or, or uh, the internet, you know, looking for those authoritative sources, and, that, and that's why I shared some of those the um, the BibleEffect.com, the Bible or BibleProject.com, and yeah. uh, Read Scripture app. You know, some of those things that can really um, give even the even the beginner that's jumping in uh, really some great tools um, to to grab a hold of. Um, yeah. That's great. That's great. My favorite thing you said today was near the end when you mentioned how Paul talks about the armor of God, which is kind of a popular passage in the Bible. Yeah. Put on the armor of God, take up the shield of faith, helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, all of these things that seem very distant to what we might typically understand. Uh, but you said every piece of that armor is Jesus. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah even the, the things that we're supposed to arm ourselves with is Jesus. It's Jesus. Yeah. He's every piece of it. That's so good. And so um, in the end of your message, you wrapped up with this idea that's really important that we need each other. Yeah. And, and it, using the context of a, a Roman soldier, a cohort of Roman soldiers linking together, holding their shields, locking them next to each other, and then even holding them over each other's head to protect themselves from yeah. uh, danger from the enemy how important it is that we have other believers in Jesus to protect us from danger from our spiritual enemy. Uh, it, it's really hard to do that right now, um, especially since uh, some people aren't comfortable coming to church yet. Many right. people aren't comfortable going to groups. Many groups aren't even happening because of all of this. How can a person be connected in that important way in the midst of a pandemic? Yeah, well, not even just in the midst of a pandemic. I think um, I think that's something that's really been an effective strategy against the Western church uh, and, the, and the the mindset that we are individuals and that we can, you know, so many people um, being able to stay. Uh, it's my personal faith. It's my personal salvation. My personal walk with wow. with Christ. And, and uh, really, I mean, the Bible is replete <laughs> with uh, that imagery of family and body, and we are one and unified and, and Paul definitely would be one who, who would come to this uh, thought again and again um, so yeah I think we use what what's available to us uh, there is the the uh, everything you know the, the, all the social media all the all the things that that we have that we can still be connected there is uh, you know with the uh, all the zoom calls and facetimes and you know all, all that where uh, we can really still have that connection even though we're not um, hugging you know necessarily yeah. but find some people that you can hug you know <laughs> find some find some people that you can uh, you know be and, and do life with that, you know that because uh, I, I think that's the uh, maybe that's the fear is that you can't find those those relationships but um, man just like with everything put the work in to to find those relationships where you can uh, you can be in a relationship with them walk with them that's good wow you're a good pastor Thank you. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for thanks for being a good pastor. <laughs> I want to find your message. Hopefully, it's a podcast. Um, you, uh, I was I was talking a little bit with Jeff about the body, and he's like, "Here comes Mr. Oh, Handman." No. Cut, <laughs> cut, cut. 